Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to it. Great to be with you on a Thursday. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency for all your equipment financing needs. Go Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbel, and you hope you're doing all right. A lot to get into uh, some reaction and thoughts from Trev Albert says he was on the network last night. And uh, what's Nebraska's future in the world of college football as things continue to change? Some thoughts there. A real question for you. One week away with Nebraska football. What are you confident in for 2023? We'll spend time there. Some Big Ten and Nebraska thoughts with uh, Bill Bender coming up of the Sporting News. And then Gary Barnett will join us in Hour 2. Best bets time. A lot of college football this weekend and some Major League Baseball. Danny Burke from VEASAN Sports Network will join us at around 540. Numbers to get in today at 489-1240. 489-1240. And can dial up across the uh, state. 1-800-825-5865. Email the show chris at hailvarsity.com and give us a watch on the stream, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel or the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio. So it is National Bring Your Dog to Work Day. You may see the German roaming around in this studio, and she is all sorts of skittish. It's kind of, she she kind of recognizes this building and these studios because about four years ago, four and a half years ago, in the spring of 2019, we adopted her uh, a little bit later on in the day, but every Thursday we get a chance to see Pops from the Humane Society and Pylock Pet Adoption. So that's how me and Gertie got to meet. And now she made the roadie back. She's a good car rider. Uh, she has yet to drink any of the, the water for me. And she's either growled or coward, one of the two, with people that have tried to meet her. She kind of remembers you from the Purdue game, I think. I think she once, when she got a sniff of me, yes, that she she recognized me. But I will say, it's a tough day for dogs with the Blue Angels flying overhead. Yeah, very she stopped day. in the hallway here and kind of said, what the hell was that? That's. Did you see the Twitter picture? Yeah. How cool was oh. that? You got all five Blue Angels above the stadium. In a still shot, I think this is the Husker football Twitter feed. Uh-huh. Oh, just uh, the at Huskers. At, at Huskers. Huskers, okay. So check that out on social media. It is awesome. It is cool. Lincoln will have the air show this weekend. And I freaking love the Blue Angels, man. Oh, like, they're so good. I haven't missed a Blue Angels show in Lincoln. Uh, there was one that got, uh, like there was wildfire from Canada's. Mm-hmm. Like The smoke came down to Lincoln and it 
uh, scrubbed him for the day whenever I was sitting out there on the tarmac. So I went back the next day and just sat up in the highlands and uh, got a, a spot there went with my grandparents once. I legitimately have not missed the Blue Angels. And what's disappointing is uh, I remember whenever I was still living at my dad's house, they used to do a turn, at least for that show, directly over his house. So I just sit at home and on Thursday and Friday be looking up at the sky ready for the Blue Angels. On the back deck? Just like, like afterburners on, just right over my good dad's sound house. effect thank you it was very good they, they came uh, somewhat close to my house today but not to a point i could hear them but i couldn't see them from my house which is disappointing but i'll be there on saturday so i'm looking yep, forward to that it, it is going to be a lot of fun and uh, last time they were here i know it was lawn chair time and uh, we watched but yeah it is a little uh, stressful i did not bring the the labradoodle she would have been easier except when she gets excited she pees everywhere mm. now i don't know that it would have hurt the carpet in here that said, I didn't want to risk it, so I brought the I brought the German. She has yet to even play with her football. Occasionally, when we do the Friday home shows, those are more so the Saturday morning shows. Uh, you'll hear Gertie, or she'll make an appearance on camera with her blue football that squeaks. We have not found a way to keep that from squeaking, but it's her favorite ball of many, and uh, she has that with her here. But I don't know. She won't take any water. She's just kind of. Nosing around the trash like mm. like snots, so we'll see if uh, Will or Hooksy left any uh, Taco Johns or anything like oh. that in the uh, trash can. Speaking of Taco Johns, and also speaking of how gross the carpets may be around here, have I ever told you the story about? I'd the say time? they're vintage. Have I ever told you the story of the time I spilled a whole bunch of baked beans on the floor in the hallway out there? You you reenacted the office instead of chili; it was beans. Yeah, well, they like the the food was catered in for lunch, and I'm in here uh, producing a high school football game, I believe, at the time. Uh, I was producing either it's either football or basketball, can't remember. And there's a whole pan of baked beans in the fridge. And I'm like, well, I'm going I'm to get myself some dinner in here because I'm hungry. And I go to grab the baked beans with one hand. I didn't realize that the top was on loosely. And I also didn't think about the fact that the beans would shift as I tried to pick them up because the, I picked them up with one hand, you know, on one end. So they all go to the other side. And then instantly, yeah, the top comes off, beans everywhere in the hallway. So I'm trying to do double duty of like, I have the, the sound cranked up to 10 in here so I can hear when we're going to commercial breaks while I'm furiously scrubbing the floors out there so nobody yells at me for spilling baked beans everywhere. Uh, that was probably my most stressful night. That was my first year working here. And I, I, I am telling you, it was a full, big, like, big vat. pan, big vat of baked beans. I am t- when I tell you it was everywhere out in the hallway, it was everywhere. I spent like the entire game scrubbing baked beans from the floor while coming in here and running commercial breaks. That was my worst night ever, I think, working in radio. This carpet is, this is the old, I think it's the old VFW building. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where we're at, where we're stationed up on Cornhusker, and it is what it is, and it's uh, pretty spacious, pretty winding but it is i mean it's it's vintage when i say carpets vintage yeah it's vintage so there's not much that w- would harm it so your baked beans are probably gave it a little character that's where probably. i'm going well, and the problem with baked beans is the fact that whenever you scrub baked beans they tend to smush into things yeah so yeah it was a that was a hellish night at the radio station for so, Elijah herbal i haven't told like anybody about that story but now i've told it to everyone who listens to the show and you so hmm. Well, there we have it. Uh, let's dive in a little bit from Trev before we dive into the, the confidence part of things. And, you know, it's it's pretty interesting with uh, Nebraska and uh, where things are at because it, it's an ever-changing landscape. And 
Trev is so good about being a realist with where the program's at and where it needs to go. But first and foremost, and shoot me a screenshot on that. I didn't write any notes down on it. But Trev really laid out just where the world is. And it's pretty fascinating to think about Nebraska positioning themselves to get into the Big Ten when things were uncertain with the Big 12 12 plus years ago. So you made the first cut. You were still a, a, a proud, prominent, good, and ranked program. You were still desirable. Your brand is desirable. Your fan base is desirable. And the eyeballs and the revenue you generate very all, you know, all check the box for a team you want in your conference, in your league. And Nebraska is a team you add. We'll get thoughts from Bill Bender and uh, get thoughts from Gary Barnett on if that's still the case. So uh, uh, you wonder where things are going to be at uh, with the next round of whatever the next round is. At some point, you wonder if things are going to be um, even more condensed. You, you wonder if the streaming services will team up <laughs> and combine. But this is Trev Cut 4 here on the changing landscape, Nebraska's place. And it really raised some eyebrows yesterday just because, you know, you wonder if Nebraska's in danger of being left out of that next round of consolidation. There could be a day where the SEC and the Big Ten merge in the name of the almighty TV dollar. Uh, the way things are set up, you've got about a seven-year window to count some more money. You're part of this latest round of expansion that collected four teams from the Pac-12. Okay, what's next? Here's Trev. What's really happening is that, you know, the business model of the media companies has been disrupted. I mean, at the end, of the, we all lived through this cable bundle package for years. It's what helped build the Big Ten Network. It's what helped build the membership previously. And so... As you know, the way live sporting events are consumed and how they're distributed changes, and now we're moving into a streaming model. And at this point, nobody's found a strategy around bundling streaming. I mean, ESPN Plus and Disney Plus and Hulu—it's been tried. Um, and so, as dollars become scarcer, you're going to see shifts in how alignment looks, and and essentially some contraction. So. You know, it doesn't mean it's going to be tomorrow. The reality is a lot of these deals that were built were built in, uh, for the next five or six years. Uh, my, you know, from my seat, uh, the vulnerabilities exist for, for some in that we, we've, it's, it's go time, right? We, we can't fiddle the foul around anymore. We, we've, we've got to win football games. We've got to work really hard as an institution and turn on things like the AAU and academic profile because in the end, uh, as you move into a streaming model, Greg, I really think the data and analytics surrounding what your brand value is becomes more amplified, and it'll become clearer. And so we've got we, we've got work to do, and we're going to do it. We've got the right coach in football to help us get there, and Coach Rule. Um, I think we're in a good position, but I think um, lethargy cannot be part uh, of what describes the Husker Athletic Department going forward. I'd agree that Nebraska still is in a good position, but Elijah, you can't let recency and relevancy continue to drift the wrong way. You're still 
relevant. You've just not been recent. The last time you spent time in the top 10 was 2016. So there is urgency, and that gets down into maybe not what 2023 is, but what's Nebraska, where is Nebraska at in 2024 with their football program, and where are they in the pecking order of the Big Ten with four really good football programs coming in? Well, and I think that's why you, you listen to Trev here, and it doesn't sound like it's urgent panic time for Trev, but he understands He's the gravity real. of the moment. Yeah, He's and, real. And thank God Trev's a straight shooter on this because something we've discussed here, and people have commented, you and I have had the discussions of, of will there be cuts to these super conferences as time goes on to try to make the most profitable brand that you can? And and I think reading in between the lines there on Trev, it's, yeah, we're, we're safe right now. We're not at risk of being cut. But if the trend continues and it's 2030 and Nebraska is still struggling to make a bowl game, does Nebraska still have the same national brand pull that they have right now? Because Nebraska still draws in eyes and TV dollars, but Schmidt, you and I have, have kind of felt Husker fans becoming a little bit more apathetic year by year on the Husker football program. They're waiting for something good to happen. And I think if Matt Rule is able to turn things around in, in relatively short order, you'll be able to draw those eyes back. But at what point do you reach the point of no return where fans my age and fans younger than me are, are no longer watching Nebraska growing up? They're no longer caring about the Husker football program. So whenever 10 and 2 does happen again, because I don't think that's a matter of if, that is a matter of when. That's just the trends of college football. But the question is, can you get there soon enough that you haven't lost an entire generation of fans? Because if the the young people in this state currently age, you know, 5 to 20, I mean, they haven't seen a winning season that they can remember for the most part. And if that trend continues, at what point do you lose them forever? And then at what point does Nebraska lose its relevancy in college football in terms of being able to draw eyes to the television? Yeah, you got to keep reloading the fan base. And that is every 5 to 15-year-old that that goes to the ball game with dad or grandpa or guardian or whoever. And are they hooked on it? Do they love it? And, oh, by the way, do they see a winner? Does the rest of college football see a winner? Does the Big Ten get a winner you don't want that expiration date to ever happen with nebraska football uh, because washington and nebraska awesome matchup 30 years ago awesome matchup 12 years ago is it going to be an awesome matchup in 2024 is it going to be an awesome matchup in 2030 to us that still remember football and mark brunel or or billy joe hobart or billy joe gunrack I'll always remember Washington coming into town number one in the country with Steve Etman. Mm. And Nebraska didn't win that game, but hey, they had some some dudes on both sides of the football, and it was it was really cool to to see that as a showcase ABC here's Keith Jackson moment for the rest of the college football world world to see. You still want to be a a choice in the Big Ten for those primetime ball games, you still want to be an option, not just because of your history and, and eyeballs, but because, you know what, it, it's a great matchup choice for the 2.30 game. It's a great matchup choice for NBC at 6.30. It's a really cool matchup choice for uh, the Big Ten after dark at 9 o'clock, dare you say. So you, you need to be part of that conversation. At what point uh, does that that window close on you because you're not winning. What what point are you doing more Friday night games or are you on BTN all the time because well we have we have time slots to use, we have teams to pick from, but you don't want to go away as being one of those top choices for a matchup. 
Mm-hmm. You want to be a draw. You want to be part of the draw. And that's why you got in, because there's so many possibilities of helmet games. Got to start playing, being competitive, winning those. And if you get back to 8-4, and 9-4, and four, and, you're, and you're competitive, Trev went on to say he doesn't think there'll be divisions, uh, then you're going to have a really fun but difficult schedule. If you're a college football fan, if you're a Nebraska fan, it's going to be fun. Remember the buzz of, of 2021? There was the, oh, God, look at Nebraska's schedule. But there was also the, man, this is pretty cool with all of the showcase games. It was Oklahoma. It was Ohio State. It was Michigan uh, on top of your, your Wisconsin and Iowa. So there's opportunity there, and it gets back into confidence. And I think what gives me confidence about Nebraska being able to right the ship is getting back to physical football and and being able to, to trade punches once again. And right or wrong, 2021 is probably the last time Nebraska was nationally relevant on TV because people around the country wanted to see how Nebraska was going to find a way to lose this week. <laughs> hey, they'll cover and it'll break somebody's heart in Omaha. Okay, we'll uh, get you to Bill Bender. That's on the way with Hale Varsity.